You're now listening to the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast, straight from the streets of Tokyo. And we ain't talking no sushi temples and shrines and shit, motherfuckers. Live from the streets of Tokyo, it's the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast, also known as Rump. And we have a special guest. His name is Brian Simpson. What's going on? What's happening, y'all? All right. Introduce yourself to the audience. Man, I'm Brian, you know, a.k.a. B, Big Sim, you know, some of the people call me okay. Daddy. Ooh. <laughs> I love it when yeah. you call me Big Pop, but... <laughs> Yeah. I, I hope it's the ladies calling you daddy, yeah, not, course, the, course. <laughs> yeah, 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 not yeah. the dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, no, we'll call wait, you wait, Big Simp. Wait, 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 hey, there's nothing wrong with that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dudes, we'll call yeah. you Big Simp now. <laughs> nothing wrong with the dudes hey, calling you daddy. Only, hey. only, only dude calling me daddy is my son. Man. <laughs> oh, okay. Word, 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 word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, so how, how did you get here, man? What's your story? How did you get to Japan? Uh, man, you know, uh, let's say about 14 years ago, came out here via Uncle Sam, you know, mm. my way to the Air Force. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Uncle Sugar. Been out here, ain't never left. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 14 years. Yeah, longer than me. All right. So you came here by way of the Air Force. And why are you still here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, like, uh, this is like my second home, you know. Uh, okay. Spent most of my adult lifehood out here. Uh, okay. Came out here like at 18 years old, young mm-hmm. buck, you know, you know, not a care in the world. I guess. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, as I uh, continue to uh, live out here and learn, learn about the culture of people, man, mm-hmm. uh, I just, you know, just fell in love with it, honestly. Okay. So. Okay. Um, you're, you're bowling, right? You're, yeah, you're... man. You know, I do that too, you know. Okay. Oh, yeah, we are going to be talking about a little basketball in yeah. the house. Yeah. So you are a professional basketball player in Japan. Yeah, Okay. That's what I do. All right. How did that happen? Uh, this is funny, man. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I didn't really play much in high school. Mm, you know, I okay. tell everybody. I tell, this is my story. Okay. Uh, I really didn't start playing or taking it serious until I was like 19 years old. You know, going back to high school, you know, uh, I was a normal. I thought I was normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, noticed one time a friend hit me up like, hey, man, you kind of getting tall. Looking in the mirror, my clothes not fitting and shit. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess I am getting a little bit tall. So, you know, I played basketball on and off, but just for fun. Joined the military, whatever, came over, you know, I kind of discovered that, you know, I had this freakishly athletic ability. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, uh, maybe I should try to do something with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, like, my first exposure uh, really was, uh, you know, I played on the base team at Kadena, okay. in Okinawa. Kind of like just start putting in work, uh, start picking people's brains. Like, hey, what should I do? What I need to work on? And uh, mm-hmm. I just fell in love with the game. You oh, know? Wow. At, at 19? 19, like when I really wow. started playing. Like, yeah. Kind of play. It's usually kind of late, you know, for people yeah. with your skills. Yeah. Because exactly. I have seen the brother get down. You know, super yeah. late, man. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, most people, I mean, me, I've. You know, I haven't mentioned this on the podcast yet, but I've always been a basketball head. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not so much these days. Um, I I still love the game, but growing up, eat, sleep, shit, basketball. You know what I'm saying? So, and I can say, yeah, starting at 19, that's a, that's a late age, but some people develop fast. You know, um, Hakeem Olajuwon didn't start playing until he was like 15, 16 years old, something like that. As a matter of fact, I think 
the Kimbe Matombo. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of guys, especially from like uh, different countries, that came over and they were, had that height. Mm-hmm. They started late. They, they you know, uh, they just had to do it from the Lakers, man. Uh, they was playing in the G League. Like, he just got his first start. They called him up, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. I thought uh, that was like a, a inspiring story for like people that's out there. And, yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, I forgot his name, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he did. He he was like the talk of the the talk yeah. of uh, ESPN for a few days. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, that's cool, man. Cool that you know you came here via the the military, but ended up you know staying here, staying put, and you know now it's your second home. And then wow, you're playing basketball. For, and what's the name of the the team? So going back to my story, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was getting ready to get out. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a, a clue of what I was going to be in once I got out the uh, military, man. Mm. You know, so went back over to the States. Around that time, I found out through some friends that I had met uh, in my four years of being over in Japan. That, mm. Hey, you know, Okinawa's going to be getting a professional team. Mm. Uh, maybe you should go try out for them or whatever. Oh, okay. So, again, I'm back at home. Don't have no money. Mm. I'm just chilling, trying to, you know, figure out what I want to do in my life. Mm-hmm. That same friend that's uh, down at Okinawa hit me up like, hey, man, uh, him and... You know, somebody I was dealing with put in, bought my ticket to come back out. So, wow. I was actually, yeah, I was actually living up here in Tokyo, man, in 2007 okay. uh, with, with another friend of mine that uh, had lived up here. You know, I uh, went to these uh, tryouts. Uh, okay. For, back then, it was the BJ League. So mm-hmm. I went to, I think, like two trials. And, you know, I think I did okay. Then, uh, next thing you know, I got a phone call from, like, the GM. He was like, hey, man, uh, what, what you got going on today? I was like, nothing, chilling. You know, and I was playing video games. Mm-hmm. You know? Again, still young. Not, not Things young. that young people do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I, I don't know. You know, I'm just going to chill, hang out with my friend. You know, maybe we'll go out later. Mm-hmm. All right, he said, okay, cool. So then uh, he called me back. He's like, hey, Brian, are you going to go to the draft uh, tomorrow? I'm like, no, nah, I don't plan on it. You know, because <laughs> I didn't realize it wasn't a really big deal to me. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, I try yeah. it out. You know, if I make it, I make it. If I don't, mm-hmm. you know, well, you know, I go back to the States and, you know, I'll do whatever. So he's like, okay, 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 cool. So then uh, he called me back third time. And now I'm kind of like a little concerned or, you know, like, like what's going on? Yeah. He's like, uh, you know, I, I, I think maybe you should go. So, <laughs> you know, like I hit my friend up and I'm like, yo, man, like they want me to come and, you know, I don't have nothing to wear. So, he took me, uh, my boy Tosh. You know, mm-hmm. shout out to him. Uh, he took me to the BX at the time, and you know, helped me buy some slides. You know, we fixed me up a little dress suit, and I went to the the draft that next day, man. So it's the Japanese Pro Basketball League draft. Yeah. So yeah, uh, back then it was called BJ League. Now they call it the B League. So they got B different League. levels. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I uh, went to that draft day, man. Back in. Uh, 07 room full of dudes like you know prospects guys that wanted to play you know been you know just trying to live their dream you know mm-hmm. out of like i want to say like maybe a couple hundred people man they might have called like maybe 10 or 13 people oh know? wow so is that it wasn't <laughs> that many then yeah and i was one of those people man like uh wow. shocked the shocked the hell out of me like, wow i was like holy fucking shit like this this really happening yeah you know? so did you did, did it shock the hell out of you because you didn't feel that you you were good enough or it just shocked you that you know what shocked you i think the biggest thing was like you know i uh just couldn't believe that it was happening like i tell people all the time man you know like chase your dreams you know yeah it, yeah it yeah come true you know what word, I'm saying? Word. And, uh, 
I had decided like a while back before I got out, I'm going to start training myself to, you know, I want to be a professional basketball player. I told myself, mm-hmm. I said, this is what I'm going to do. Mm. Uh, so, you know, I was waking up at five, uh, running stairs. I was running in the water. I was swimming, mm. running on the beach, wow. uh, you know, putting in the work in the gym. And that one moment, man, like all that shit paid off. That's why I said I was shocked. I was like, I, they called my name. Mm. So I was like, you know, this is for real. This is what I'm about to be doing. You know, like you got people that work all their lives to, to, to play professional ball. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was happening to me. Oh, so I guess the shock was more of, wow, I made it. Yeah. yeah. It, it was all happening so fast. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 I, I, I could. Yeah. I, I think sometimes when you put a lot of work into your dream mm-hmm. and then when it happens, like, you know, you're good enough. But at the same time, when it when it happens, it's, it kind of still catches you by surprise. It's like, yeah. damn, it did. It did, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So that's... Is the draft anything like the NBA draft, like in terms of uh, uh, formality? Yeah, I mean, kind of like they, they, they do theirs like differently, man. Like, I don't know like how it all works out, but mm-hmm. they have like, we were an expansion team that year. So it was uh, two, exp- two expansion teams. It was us and Fukuoka. So they got like the top two picks. They picked uh, another one of my friends. Uh, uh, his last name Takashi. They picked him first, and dude could play his ass off. Fukuoka picked up a, a veteran dude that had been known around Japan, mainland Japan, the Kyushu area, mm-hmm. and he was really good. Mm-hmm. I know him. I know both of them. I keep uh, contact with them to this mm-hmm. day. And then like it went off into like these subcategories, something that I really didn't understand. I still don't understand it to this day. Mm-hmm. But uh, I want to say I got picked up like maybe third round, okay. mm-hmm. something like that, and uh, you know it just worked out, man. Well, so, was it like you go to this? place or something yeah they had like a venue venue uh, and uh-huh. is it in japanese all yeah everything was in japanese <laughs> man they got the, uh, the league commissioner was there you know like a lot of people that was associated with the league was there uh-huh. and uh you know it was kind of like you know what y'all see in the nba like yeah mm-hmm. the commissioner hey with this pick you know the ryukyu golden kings pick mm-hmm. uh, brian simpson you know so they had i had a, a small profile at the time man i had played could the base team <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. The base team. And then I was playing out in town with uh, a couple teams in uh, Okinawa, you know, like a team called the Stones, you know, mm-hmm. and that, that's like family, man. Those people, okay. they have been there since day one, man. So, like, for me to make it to that league or me to make it to that level and have, like, the base team and <laughs> a, a club team full of, like, old guys that, you know, had kids and, mm-hmm. you know, we interacted, like, going out to Izakayas or, you know, I'm going like their wedding parties and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's kind of like a, a big, a big thing for me, man, because, you know, like they had watched me grow mm. to this person that I was becoming at the time. Mm-hmm. And I, they kind of got recognition for it. You know? Oh, that's so, good. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. I, I was proud of that, man. Yeah. They all contributed to your success. Yeah. Yeah. yeah word out. Word out. So, so describe that, um, describe what happens after me. <laughs> Okay, so as far uh, as like getting into the training and, and yeah, man, uh, again, like all this was new to me. So like immediately after the draft, they set up like these poster board type things where you're doing an interview. So they're asking like, hey, what can you bring to table? What can you bring to the table? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what can we expect from you? And uh, you know, like uh, how do you feel? And you know, I'm sitting here not realizing like how big of a deal that this was at the time. I'm like, okay, you know, so I'm answering these questions. So I'm like, okay, cool. Next thing I know. I'm on an airplane back down to Okinawa like the uh, next day, mm-hmm. and we got an interview, you know, like a interview with the press. So, mm. uh, yeah. Wow. It's official. Yeah. Cr- yeah. Very official. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we're sitting there. Uh, we're doing an interview, man. Funny shit. A lot of you not. 
we're sitting there doing an interview, man. You got all these cameras, people uh, asking questions, and then they get to me, and uh, I just froze. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to say. Uh, uh, I just, I was looking, had that look in my eye, like, man, what, what the hell is going on? Like, who are all these man. people? Pinching yourself and shit. Uh, yeah. Did just, you have to respond in Japanese? Did no, they, I, um, or they responded in English and they translated? Yeah, like? we had a, a translator, man, and everybody was just kind of looking at me because I was just like, all the cameras on Brian. Yeah, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm like, man, I just, I, 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 I was shook a little bit, a little yeah, nervous yeah, at the time. Yeah, and you know, like I'm like, man, this is this is for real. You know, it's it's, it's real deal. You know, yeah. the exposure. You know, yeah. like being on TV, uh, uh, doing news conferences and things like that, man. So you know, like my first interview didn't go too well. Uh, gotcha. I put it to you like that. Mm. But now you're you're more confident and used to it now. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, you can say that, man. Like uh, I learned just to like you know just relax and you mm -hmm. know just be you. You know. Okay. So at that time, you maybe felt that you had a lot of uh, pressure or responsibility, <laughs> you know. And and yeah. of course, Japanese looking at the brother, the big brother, saying, "Oh, I know he's good. I know he's good." So did you have all these expectations? rolling through your head yeah man like man like i gotta go out here and i like uh, you know people are gonna pay to come watch me play and uh you know i gotta make sure i'm in the gym i gotta make sure you know like i, I stay uh stay in shape i gotta make sure you know like continue like to put in the work that got me to like this level so yeah all now, that kind of like set in at that time mm -hmm. <laughs> now the japanese are i guess generally known to be hard workers mm -hmm. we, we, we had an episode not too long ago um with with our friend Gabriel, it talks about how the work ethic of Japanese sometimes can be a little over the top and and, and kind of affect your 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 life yeah. and affect you physically and emotionally. But talk about the the work ethic in, in basketball terms. Okay, well, for Japanese uh, yeah, they're, they're some of uh, the most hardest working people ever. Us being American, whatever you know, uh, we focus mainly on ourselves like we can get in you know we get in our mind like hey we're gonna get in the gym we're gonna put in our own work man mm -hmm. but as far as like how they approach it man uh they're a lot they're tedious man and how they prepare like showing up you know like prior to practice you know like uh you know getting in the, uh, the conditioning yeah uh you know like making sure that they got the fundamentals that i'm talking about like things that you know we were doing like in high school mm -hmm. you know these are things that they do every day you know so like i'm, I'm learning each and every day Another thing, like uh, us as Americans, we focus a lot on, you know, like just make sure that our game is tight, make sure that we get ours. Mm -hmm. Yes. And they're not that way, man. And um, uh, they're, they're a team first. You mm -hmm. know? They're yeah. all about the team. Uh, uh, so, like, their preparation, man, like, I, I think they were mentally, man, like, uh, they were super strong. You yeah. know, uh, they kind of knew like what their role was. Nobody was like, hey, I'm going to be the man. They was like, hey, this is my role. This is how I can make the team better. And this is how we're going to go out and do things. Mm. And, uh, that's That was their approach to the game. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, culture, mm -hmm. even when you go, even when you talk about things like basketball and, and work culture, generally culture reflects other aspects of life, right? right. So right. they're hard workers. It's all about the team. It's all about the family mm -hmm. here in Japan. Mm -hmm. Not It's all about us and not I, right? right? right. So I, I think that reflects in the basketball culture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and you know it f reflects like that in their community. You know, you yeah. see them all out there. Yeah. Everybody's out there with brooms and everything. They're cleaning up the community mm. and everything like that. So, so you know, do did you think it was like? I mean, I, I understand you respect their work ethic, work ethic, but do, did you think it was like? Uh, let me see. How do I say? Do you think it was like too 
like regimental too strict strict or did, was it like like a little less Americans were more carefree and, and, and a little bit more relaxed and laid back yeah I, I guess I, I got two sides to this so one thing I will say about playing basketball in Japan is like anything that they do in life period mm-hmm. you know whether it's basketball mm-hmm. whether it's working at the store whatever man they're gonna be the best at it mm-hmm. you know like and, and, and I respect that I, I added some of those you know, uh, the ideals, mm-hmm. like to my life, like how I live my life and how I go about doing things, man. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, they're going to be the best at it, uh, no matter what the, the job is. Going going back to like, you know, me being American and, uh, you know, things like that. We There were some times where we kind of clashed because they had their thing where, you know, they got their senpai, kohai thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that's one thing that some of the Americans that were on the team that our first year, we used to kind of like get on one of our point guards about like, yo, I understand that like, he's your senpai, he's older than you, but if you got a play in your head and you think it's going to work, or if you think that situation where you can be aggressive and score, don't defer to him, man. Yeah. It's fucking basketball, man. Make the right play, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, you know, there, as I got older, I kind of understood it, but at the same time, like, I think it shouldn't really apply in sports. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and for, for those who don't know, senpai means just the the senior person. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, generally it's... That term is well. It's it's used in all aspects, but mm-hmm. you'll hear it a lot in in work culture, Japanese right, work right, culture. Right, but right. yeah, like, as he was saying, they have that senpai structure in the, in Japanese basketball mm-hmm. culture as yeah. well. So and, yeah, like I said, the thing that uh, was like the, I guess the most messed up about it is like the, you could have a good player that's younger that holds back because like again he chooses to defer to the older teammate. Mm. Uh, uh, it's like a respect thing. And, yeah, and it's like I get it. But at, the, at times I didn't get it, especially like real game situations. Yeah. Absolutely, yes. yeah. You know and 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 this is the and this is what we talked about um, in a previous episode is in their work culture, which I guess reflects the basketball culture. It's so black and white. It's mm-hmm. so by the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know, um, there's no, there's not much room for fl- to be flexible. And like, like you all. said, uh, you know, if you feel if you feel this guy can't guard you, you just go at him. Right, right. You know, right, every right. time you get the ball, right. it's, it's they they have a more team based, you know, concept, right? right? So in other words, if the other guy's hot, yeah. just you know, like Americans, we'll feed him the ball. Oh no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But but you're saying Japanese may may they're or, think about Yeah, they're not thinking about that. Or the person who's hot may not go into the hole and say, Hey look, feed me the ball. No, not at all. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And and so maybe that can um maybe that 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 type of attitude that they have yeah it's good i I guess as far as getting your fundamentals and everything down and understanding the team team concept but now when you're dealing with grown men and you're dealing with like you say the flow of the game yeah Yeah. you're trying to win a game the flow of the game you know sometimes you just have to let creativity set in and sometimes you just have to throw the playbook away and just let it flow and and so you're saying that they don't yeah uh like i said uh that was back then. Like mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm pretty like basketball is kind of like it's taking off in Japan a little bit. So uh, I'm pretty sure like you know some things are changing. You know slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. you know that that was just my experience like early on in my career. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. 
So, oh, one more thing about that was, well, did you have to go out and eat with the team? Or, oh, 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 you know, or, or was it one of them things where the boss say, hey, we're going out with the boss? Yeah, man, uh, but I got plans uh, with this girl. No, no got to go out with the boss. Nah, Ooh. man, uh, yeah, we, we we ate out a lot. Uh, Nomikai's, drinking Nomikai, parties? Everything, man. Drink, drinking parties, like, tell your whole life, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Strip clubs? <laughs> I, I got a story about that. Oh. Uh, that, 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 that was our uh, second season, man. But uh, oh. the, the initial uh, season... Man, yeah, I, I did a lot of things. My teammates, uh, they put me onto a lot of new foods and new, new things, and uh, I learned a lot about the culture. Man, mm. what, what's your favorite Japanese food? They used to have this restaurant or this uh sushi bar down in Okinawa, man. Uh, it's a thing called Gisashi, it's okay. like raw beef, man. yeah, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. It was so good, man. Mm. I sit there eating raw meat, man, and uh, like some of the best, one of the best dishes I ever had, man. So yeah, I, you I, I tried pretty, the horse meat. Yeah, basashi. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, eat yeah, that yeah. too, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, eat yeah, that yeah. too. It's not too bad. either, depending on where you get it from. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, man, you living, man? Yeah, uh, living a brother, large. a brother from the from America eating raw raw meat and now the horse to, and all that. Now back to the strip shows. <laughs> okay. Did y'all was y'all making it rain in the clubs? I mean, have they <laughs> have you American guys kind of like all right now, guys? We're gonna loosen up a little bit, bring you a little bit about what we do. Mm-hmm. As you can see, booted and forget about this 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 strip yeah, story. Yeah, so. Man, I'm a strip Go, 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 ahead and, go ahead and give it to him because he's not going to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. So, like, our, uh, our, our first season, man. And, and before we get started, mm-hmm. people, I want y'all to know, stripping is an art form. It ain't what y'all think it is, but go ahead, bro. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, like, after our first season, we didn't do well. Uh, I think we won, like, maybe 11 games out of, like, maybe 50 or 40, 44, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, second season, you know, it had got out there. Hey, Okinawa has a basketball team. Mm-hmm. This is who we are. Mm-hmm. Uh we bring in like a uh, you know some MVP league MVP type talent to the mm. team and uh this is what 0809 uh we just took off man uh our first 10 11 games we were undefeated we were blowing teams out these new players i'm not, I'm not going to say names mm-hmm. all right yeah 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 that's fair yeah that's understood yeah 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 you know uh, by way of you know, Atlanta, Georgia. You know, mm. uh, they were in the certain things, man. So, uh, yes, okay. sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> certain things. Certain I'm telling things, you. Man. So, you know, uh, as you know, we start getting popular around. You know, people start knowing who we are. Uh, you know, we we did things where we went out. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, there were certain places that uh, were frequented. You know, mm. uh, not by me. Gentlemen, gentlemen, uh, yeah. Know, they did things. You know, they introduced it. You know, that 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 Atlanta culture to you know uh, Okinawa at the time, and you know, you know. You know, there there were rain showers and thunderstorms and you know things like hey, that. Hey, hey, little John, little John. Hey, we gotta, hey, we, we gotta be a little more specific. The audience probably like, what the hell? Are you yeah, talking rain about? showers, yeah, yeah, yeah. It rains it, yeah, yeah. I mean, should they do money? You know, do money and so making it rain, you know, or you know they do more money and thunderstorm, hurricane, whatever you want to call table it. Table dances, lap dances, lap dances. You go in the back room, <laughs> do your thing. Okay. So, so yeah. how was the Japanese players reacting to that? Oh. Uh, it was fun, man. It was, I think it was like a, a new experience for someone. Not all of them went, you know, because, mm-hmm, yeah. you know, like, you know, initially they shy, you know, mm-hmm, but, yeah. you know, the ones that would go out with us, not, and go to like a strip club or go to like a, a club with us, man, you know, they always had a good time. We made sure they turned up, you know, mm-hmm. you know, got them lit, you know, you know, just put them on game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pay for their lap dance and all that. Oh, yeah, no doubt, man. You got to see <laughs> that, man. Like, hey, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, um, you know, I was uh, I was you know doing a little research and and a little reading and stuff, this that and the other. How many players? Like I know in pro baseball, mm-hmm. and I, I don't follow Japanese pro baseball like I used to. But they at one time they were only allowed two foreigners per team. What's it like in the basketball 
league. Okay. Uh, so again, our first league, our first year uh, that we were established, whatever, we had like I think five Americans. Mm-hmm. And then uh, at any given point in time, like three of us could be on the floor with two uh, Japanese. Fast forward to now, most teams carry about carry three Americans. Okay. And uh, certain quarters, they're allowed to have two. And then I think the second, maybe the second and third or first and third, uh, only one American can be on the floor. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was reading up on that, and I was I kind of understood because I guess they want, you know, next thing you know, it'd be a, be a, the Kintetsu, such and suches, and it's all brothers. Ain't yeah. no Japanese dudes out there. Or, so. or, or, the, or the game would be like 100 to 50. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, um, so, so explain that again. Yeah. So certain. In certain, period. e- certain periods of certain quarters, you can mm-hmm. have like two Americans on the floor uh-huh. with uh, three Japanese. With three Japanese. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what what what's the the? I mean, I kind of understand it from my perspective, but what's the real reason for that? Honestly, I don't know the real reason. Like my own personal opinion is, I think that uh, they want to maybe keep it fair. Yeah, keep it competitive. Yeah. Keep yeah. it competitive. Yeah. Uh, That's what I think it is. But again, like what I think Americans bring to the table when it comes to bas- basketball is just the excitement. You know, like me, yes. I was known as a, you know, I played above the rim. Athleticism, and, uh, exactly. Yeah. You know, people kind of dance to see dunks. You know, fast break, exciting play. Uh, and that, that's how I play the game. You know, which they wouldn't really get that if mm-hmm. it was mostly right, right. Japanese, right? Right. You know? So, like now they do it to you know, like kind of like show like you know, hey. Japanese players can play ball, and which they can. Yes. You know, fundamentally sound, man. Like, when I say, like, it's an art form, like, everything they do is an art form, even out there on the court, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, shooting the ball, making a layup, yes. uh, dribbling the ball. It's art, man. Free throw. Pre- Free throw, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. 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 You know, so, 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 are there any Japanese guys can play above the rim, or? They had, they had like, a couple. You know, they, they probably might not do it in a game. But, uh, you know, like maybe like a dunk contest or like an all-star type weekend, you might see them get up. Like somebody like, you know, kind of how they do in NBA. Like gotcha. people move out the way and like let them do what they can do. You know? uh, why wouldn't they do it in the game? Some of them don't have that. Uh, that confidence. That yeah. confidence. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's like they have to have it clear or they have to feel uh, like, you know, they're going to make it. Like no, nobody wants to be embarrassed, you know, like. Uh, do, do, you, do you think also it's kind of like a um, – how should I call it? Like if they if they got into the whole trying to be fancy, trying to put on a show, it would go away from the, the team concept and yeah. make it yeah, yeah, yeah. about them. Yeah, you think uh, that's what I, it I is? Kinda, I, I can uh, uh, agree with like that. showing off, showing, I guess. Yeah. And again, like you won't really see it often unless it's like a special occasion, you okay. know, like, where uh, they might you know do some one on one ISO type things. And most most of the time, you see it as like doing like an All Star weekend, like, okay. where they just having fun. You know, nothing's on the line. So, so, so nobody's like out there like Kyrie Irving, mm. showing off the the handles a little bit, nah. Not, not really, man. Like I said, I, I think that they they keep it simple. Okay. You know? Oh. You know, like, you know, you might see like a, a crossover or something like that, but it's not to where boom, boom, I'm about to embarrass you. It's like, hey, I'm finna get to the basket. I'm either kick it to the corner. I'm about to make a layup. Gotcha. You know? Mm. Like so, so their culture is 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 you know, it's a reflection of their culture. Yeah, pretty much, so to speak. Yeah, you know, um, going back to the like uh, training and stuff. Pretty sure you know Stephon Marbury, right? Yeah, yeah. Played ball in China all these years. Yeah. Hall of Famer in China now. Yeah, um, they love him over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, big time. Yeah, he got a statue and a museum. <laughs> I mean, I, I follow him. I, mm. I've, I was a big fan of his 
when he was in the NBA. And plus, yeah. the brother didn't try to, you know, break the average person with his, you know, high price shoes and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 him and Shaq. That, that was the brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 What, I, what I like about his story, too, is, of course, his NBA career ended, you know, bad. And I'm not going to go all into that. Mm. But I liked his journey, his, oh, yeah. his, his, like, you know, self, uh, self-improvement mm-hmm. and, 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 and basically gaining, getting his life back, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Making a, a comeback and doing it in China, and I think it kind of reminds me of you having a a, a cultural experience, a dif- yeah. you know, improving your life through another culture. Yeah, you know, and, and that now you have a different aspect of life, and it's you know, of course, I'm sh- pretty sure he would have loved to stay in the NBA and oh, win no. a championship there, yeah. but I I really think he has a beautiful story. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, with his life in China and winning championships and. You know businesses and all these mm. different things that he's doing out there. But uh, one thing he said too about the league in China was that it's well. He said a few things. He said it's it's getting a lot more competitive yeah. and talented than people might think. Yeah. And also he said that he said he's never been more conditioned um, than he is right now. He said when he was in the NBA, he was he wasn't you know he was in shape, but yeah. he wasn't as conditioned as they as they you know. Are in China. Mm, he said they. That's a good point. They yeah. really, they're really about the fundamentals, like you yeah, said, and yeah. training and, and and conditioning yourself and playing the right way. Like I said nobody, uh, nobody wants to be embarrassed. And like I said, uh, especially like that, I'm seeing in all the, the Asian culture, man. Like they take everything serious. Of you course, know, especially yeah. like if you have people like investing into a product or investing into like uh, coming to watch these people or uh, people play games. Yeah. They take, take it very serious. Of course. Yeah. 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 Understood there. You know, um, and then also speaking on like his journey from the NBA, you know, like a lot, us coming from America, that's, that's the only place you can play basketball. Yeah. You know, is the NBA. Yes. And, uh, you know, like, uh, over my, you know, past 14 years, you know, and all of that being over here, I tell young kids, uh, nowadays, like you don't have to make it to the NBA. You know, mm-hmm. basketball is everywhere. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's uh, a great point. And I tell them, I was like, you know, like you could play in Asia, you could play in Europe. Yeah. You know, I mean, you could play South America. Like, H- have um, you ever thought about like going to different country, China? Uh, or, no, I mean, or you, you content I, with the league here? Yeah. At, at this point in my career, man, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm okay. I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't had highs and lows, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just to even be playing like now, uh, mm-hmm. eight years, eight years later. Uh, after my first stint uh, playing professional, mm-hmm. it's just a blessing, man. Absolutely. Uh, uh, you know, like uh, I never thought uh, that I would be back. You know, I guess you could say relevant again. You mm-hmm. know, like where I got people uh, adding me like on Instagram or uh, adding me on Facebook. You know, friend requesting me. People telling me, like, "Hey, you know, I like the way you play. Uh, you know, I, I like your style of play. Like, I wanna, I wanna be like you." Uh, you know, I've heard it all, man. And I, I mean, it's, it's a humbling experience, man. Wonderful, like, yeah. To, you know, even when I, when I played in Okinawa, you know, uh, people used to come up to me and be like, oh, you know, like, they would get nervous and, you know, like, damn, they're, damn, they're about to cry. I just thought, I'm a normal person just like you. Like, you, it's okay. You want to take a picture? I don't have a problem. You you want to shake my hand? Okay. You know, yeah. I don't have a problem with word, that. You know, word. Like I, I'm just, you know, blessed to say that, you know, I've been in this position, you know. Yeah. Uh, so where I can have like maybe some type of an effect on a kid's life mm-hmm. or a person's life, but you just never know what people are going to in yes. general. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So uh, uh, I'm, I'm very grateful. Well, yeah. Was that you know sometimes is that kind of shocking to say, "Wow," you know, I, you know, you wake up one day and you say, "Wow, I, I can't believe that I've touched people in such a way." Out, you know, and to be proud of that, you know, inspiring all the young kids and 
things uh, like that. Where, where are you from originally, man? I didn't should ask you that in the uh, anyway. Man, long story short, born in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Okay. Uh, by way of Sarasota, Florida. Okay. And, you know, Atlanta made me into the man I am today. Okay. So I, I tell most people that I am from uh, Georgia. Atlanta. Okay. Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, go a little bit more into that Stone Mountain. A lot of people don't know where it's at. Mm, <laughs> just like my little town, bro. So you ain't alone, bro. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. So, you know, that's where I, I call home, Georgia. So, so how, how's folks back home? Are they, have they come to visit you? Or? I, I, I Honestly, I haven't had anybody uh, come out here and visit me. Uh, funny story. Uh, mm-hmm. One of my friends that we both joined the military at the same time, he actually got stationed out here, and we met up a couple of times, man. It was really good, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so we could say, "Hey, man, we we've been in Japan, and you know, we would sit and talk about life. Hey, I've been here. Hey, I've been here. Oh, I've been there." Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, a lot of people back home, they just don't get that opportunity. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I'm constantly like telling people, man, like, you know, like you got to get out of this mindset of. This is just it, man. I was like, the world is is a big place, man. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. there's so much out there, man. Then you know, you know, Sarasota, Florida, or you know, Stone Mountain, Georgia, man. You know, like you, you got people. No, no, Stone Stone Mountain is that one of them little itty bitty rural towns like <laughs> where I'm from? Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, you know, you know, a lot of them, a lot of them people like that don't like them long planes, <laughs> bro. You know, a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. southern folks scared of them planes now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that, that is true. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we can let them know they got a soul food joint over here. You know, but but anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, um, how long do you feel that you could keep it up? At this point, man, it just depends on my body. Mm-hmm. When I was twenty four, twenty five, man, I can get out there and play back to back. Then practice all weekend. Not a problem in the world. Like mm-hmm. now, uh, I think we play like thirty two games this uh, past season, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm feeling it. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like little aches and pains, you know, some things that are lingering. And, uh, you know, like at this point, I'm just like resting. Mm-hmm. But I know I got to uh, I got to get back in the gym, get myself ready for uh, next month. Cause, well, uh, yeah, uh, it's going to be it's going to be another uh, long couple of months. Well, you know, they say father time is undefeated. But, you know, uh, maybe you could, you know, do a little research on on uh, what's that brother? Uh, Vent. What's his name? Playing the NBA. Uh, Vince Carter. Vince Carter. Yeah, Ginobili. Yeah. Gino- man, them yeah. dudes 40 years old still kicking yeah. it, man. So you might want to find out what they eat, man. <laughs> you know, because they, you know, Vince still could dunk every once in a while. Every yeah. once in a while, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. have you played against the Saitama Broncos? Are they in yeah, your league? Yeah, I played against them. So do you know uh, Coach Samir St. Clair? I, I met him. I don't know him personally, but okay. I have met him in passing, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, yeah, because um, I've never met him personally. I follow him on Instagram, mm-hmm. and shout out to, to Coach uh, Samir. He, a friend of mine, uh, Baye McNeil, who's a columnist for the Japan Times, mm-hmm. recently wrote a story about St. Clair, right. Samir St. Clair. It was, a, it was a nice story. You mm-hmm. can check it out in the uh, Japan Times, or I'll send it to you after okay. this. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. So I was, I was wanting to ask you. I was like, I'm pretty sure he, he's come across or played against yeah, his team. Uh, like I said, real, uh, real friendly guy, man. Like, like I, I got nothing but positive vibes off of him when okay. I when I met him, man. And uh, he, he's a uh, real a uh, big on big on like watching his players uh, succeed or wanting for his players to succeed, man. So mm-hmm. I, I respect that, man. Mm-hmm. It, it's not a lot of coaches uh, that. I ran across mm-hmm. that had like passion like he had. You know, gotcha. Like, uh, this my second, my actually all my coaches, man, are phenomenal, man. They're they're passionate about the game, man. But you know, like for him to be in a, in a, a foreigner, an American, yeah. yes, over here like coaching, like you know, he's passionate, man. And, yeah. Uh, you know, 
I, I can respect that. Now, speaking of coaches, um, what year did you start playing pro ball in Japan, you said? Uh, 2007. Hmm. You know, I had my first uh, photo exhibition at the Pink Cow. Mm-hmm. And then uh, during that month, Black History Month, I met Kobe Bryant's dad, <laughs> who was over here coaching. Yeah. Did you ever run into yeah, him? I ran into him, man. Uh, man, that brother got a handshake. Hey, yeah. shout out to Kobe Bryant's daddy. Yeah. Jelly, man, that brother got a handshake that would like, yeah. Break your hand, yeah, you, you know. <laughs> oh, you, you met him though. Yeah, he tall as fuck too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like six nine or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to say like uh, there was an article a long, long time ago that he mm. put out, man, and where he uh, he, he kind of like raved about our team and okay, uh, you know, some of the things that we were doing because we were, we were up and coming, man. And, mm. uh, so he so he was coaching while you were playing. Yeah, yeah, oh, he, was nice. coaching, we, uh, he was coaching. I forgot what what team. Uh, Tokyo mean. Apache. Yeah, 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 yeah Apaches. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Know, yeah. A funny story, man. Like we had never beat that team, like uh, from our existence in the league, man. And uh, ended up playing them in a championship game. We won our first championship beating them, man. Oh, oh yeah. We had never beat them. And Kobe Bryant's father was coaching. Yes. Oh wow. So, yeah, oh, he probably them, don't want to hear your name. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, man. I, like I said, man, I was just a, a role player on that team, man. Just riding high, man. Okay. Uh, wow. It was a, it was, a, it was a, a real team. You know, it was like a, a family, man. Like one, that year when we won, it was a special year. I had my daughter that year, man. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> uh, I, I never forget uh, 2008, 2009. So you won man. a championship, had your daughter, yeah. and won a championship against Kobe Bryant's dad. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's a cool brother, man. Yeah, when man. I met him, we Real was talking. Dad, as soon as I said I was a Lakers fan, he said, you better be. <laughs> like, you know, so, yeah, 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 yeah. I met him at uh, a, a joint called The Pink Cow. As a matter of fact, that was back when it was in, uh, I think it was still in Shibuya mm-hmm. at the time. And uh, things like that, but I, I I just want to know if you guys pass yeah, ever cross yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, if you if, for the audience, if you don't if you didn't know Kobe Bryant, he actually got his name from Japan. Um, his father that's true liked Kobe uh, steak Kobe steak Kobe yeah. beef yeah. and um, Kobe is a, a city in Japan, mm-hmm. so it, it's pronounced Kobe. Yeah. but you know in English we we say Kobe American, we say Kobe, Kobe. so. Kobe, Southern folk. Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah, okay. Word, so, word, what's, word. what's um any goals you got in the future as far as basketball? Yeah. Win, you ever win thought a, about a, coaching? Win another championship, I guess. Um. Maybe. No, no like, like again, at this point in my career, man. You know, what thirty, what twenty-seven to like maybe thirty-four, thirty-five. That's your window. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, man, I just wanna. I want to teach, man, just, you know, spread or pass on any advice or any experiences that I, I've been through in basketball mm-hmm. to, like, the younger generation, whether it be American, whether it be Japanese. I tell kids, like, all the time, I got a tattooed on my chest. <laughs> you know, you may jitsu again. You know, uh, dreams come true. Yeah. I tell them, like, no matter what you want to do with your life, man, if you you put your mind to it, you put in the work, man, like, your dream will come true. It don't mm-hmm. matter what it is. Cool. Uh, so, you know, like, I just want to pass on, like, any knowledge or you know, like things that I might have encountered, like in my career or in life, man. You know, not just basketball, but just like period, man. Just be as positive as I can and be. Yeah. Know? And to piggyback off of what he said, right? I happen to be in the gym, and you know, he does his shoot to shoot arounds, right? Brother rarely misses a shot. But anyway, during the shoot arounds, you would—I um, don't know whether you remember this. It was on a—it was about maybe seven, eight o'clock, and you were ready to leave, and it was his brother and sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
him and his sister was out there ba bouncing a ball and I was watching you from a distance. I was wow. like, okay, you know, uh, wow, you know, he stopped by and you was out there working with him and inspiring him and stuff, yeah. man, you know, so, so I thought that was a beautiful thing. Yeah, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? For all you listeners out there, we appreciate your love and subscribe to our podcast on, um, you know, we're on iTunes, Stitcher and uh, Podbean and also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. All right. And, so uh, I'd like to thank my brother, Brian, for coming through. Yes, sir. Oh, man, yeah, yeah, man. yeah. Shout out your, you know, your social media thing before you go so people oh, can man, know who you are. Uh, Y'all want to follow me I'm on Instagram, bsim, B-S-I-M-3-2. You know, Facebook, you just put my name in, Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, uh, A. Simpson. And you see a picture of me with my son and you see my daughter in the background. Man, uh, Family man. You know, uh, you know, I just do what I can, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Thanks for coming through. No Appreciate you. More Urban Mobile Podcast. We yeah. out. All right. Ain't nothing wrong with a little street noise because we in the streets.